0: I am yours, only thine, blinded by, sweet love divine, where you lead, I will follow, for I am yours. Well, today is January 1st. It may not be when you listen to it or when it's posted, but for me, it's the first day of the new year and I wanna take time to wish you a very happy new year. I pray for you, as I do for myself, that this year would be marked with memorable moments of love and hope, of peace, And most certainly, joy. Let me say a word of prayer right now. Father, as we come to you in the strong name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, we ask that you would be present with us. We'd be aware of how present with us you are. That you would renew our spirits. That we would feel your closeness that those of us that are in some level of struggle would experience your presence and your peace. Lord, you are good, and we thank you. Holy Spirit, be our teacher. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Before I go forward to talk about the subject for today, today. I want to remind you about our website, and this is January, and we have a couple very exciting things coming up. There is an online formational prayer seminar. Uh, I know we have a lot of people already signed up, but we can take more. Uh, You just go to the website and you're able to register. You'll be placed in a small group where there can be times of sharing of ideas and also listen to videos. It's a very popular event. Also, we have an on-site event. I'm beginning to do a concentrated series called the Legacy Series, um, only taking 12 people. They come here and they stay at our retreat center for five days. And I spend those five days with them, seeking to meet the Lord and for all of us to go deep in His presence. So why don't you look that up? Maybe there's something there that really interests you. I'd love to have you involved. You know, when we begin to think about the good news, the good news of the gospel, I don't know about you, but for me, it seems as though the good news of the gospel is primarily about a message, a very important message, the message that God so loved us that he sent Jesus who came and died on a cross in order that we could be forgiven of our sins and that if we accept him into our lives and let the Holy Spirit guide us, we then begin to experience eternal life. It's a great message. It's an important message. It's one that I hope all of us hear and embrace, but I've come to the point Of recognizing that the good news is more than simply a message. The good news is Jesus Christ himself. The whole story of Jesus Christ, his birth, his life, his teachings, the sacrifice he makes for us, certainly his resurrection, all of that, this this narrative of his life is actually the story of the gospel. Do you know that it says that in the Bible? You know, when you read about the wedding of Cana, or the baptism of Jesus, or the temptation that comes in the wilderness, or the countless healings, or his interactions with scribes and Pharisees, and his his teachings, his parables, his statement that he came, not for those that are healthy, but for those that are sick, All of this is wrapped around the person of Jesus, and it's all part of what we know as the gospel. I think it's important that we do not relegate the gospel simply to a message, as beautiful as that message is, but the gospel is a story, a story of Jesus who came, who lived, who died, who was resurrected, and now sits on the throne in heaven. All of that, that entire narrative around the person of Christ is the good news. Now, this is one of the reasons that to be men and women of true faith, it's really about developing an intimate relationship with Jesus, not just believing the message of Jesus, but developing a love affair with Jesus, because he, Jesus, the Lord, he is the story. He is the good news. And so I, I want us to understand that when we're opening our hearts we're not just using our left brain to say, I understand this message and now I will have faith in it, But we are seeing the story of a life, the Messiah, the Son of God, and that in that story we are being added in. Now, that's an important point here. Okay, now, I think all of us know that part of our calling is to... Share the good news. Spread the gospel with everyone we meet. But in spreading the gospel, what we're really doing is not just telling about how someone can be forgiven of their sins and then go to heaven. Spreading the gospel involves sharing this tremendous, beautiful story of God sending Jesus, of Jesus living a life and all the pieces that are in between. And that whole story is the gospel. Now, I am going to say something else, and I hope I say it in a way that is crystal clear. Every single day, as the Lord works in your life and in my life and the lives of other people, the story of the gospel is being added into. Now, let me explain what I mean. It's not just that you have accepted Christ, but the whole story of your life is part of the grander story of the gospel. Now, let me share that from my own life. Look, I I didn't always follow Jesus. And I was living outside of his will. I was lost. I was a sinner. And then I, part of my story, I came to Christ in a time and a place with some other people. And then that event began to impact many aspects of my life. And part of my story is really good things, good news, redemptive, others of failure, mistakes, fallings. And yet that whole part of my story now bears witness to the greater story of Jesus. And that's why I say that every single day the grand story of Christ is being added to by the effect that he is having in other lives, in your life. Look, you have a story like I have a story. You have a story of what your life was like before you really came to Christ or knew him and the mistakes you were making and the path you were walking. And then how you came to hear of Christ and how you met Christ. How he became part of your life how your faith began to be expressed in his story, and then all the ups and downs and moments and events of your life since then, of how he has met you in weakness, how he has lifted you out of the ditch, how he has brought you joy, how he has seen you through tough times, how he loves you, how he wants to draw you into his embrace do you realize that someone looks at your story and that becomes part of the good news and it attracts them then to wanting that good news to be part of their story? You see, we have been caught up into this grand narrative that is still being written. Yes, Jesus did the work, his life, he came, he provided the way. But now, in every life that he touches, in every person that walks after him, sometimes in faithfulness, sometimes in stumbling, and as Jesus meets them, meets us in that part of the story, the gospel is all alive continuing to be recorded as to look what Jesus has done. Now you may be, may be asking me, am I suggesting that if at the end of time the full narrative of the gospel is to be written, that your story would be part of it, that's precisely what I'm saying. You see, when you're sharing the gospel of Christ, you're also sharing the impact it's had on you, how it changed the way you look at the world, how it affected your relationships, your values, how Jesus met you in both celebration and in heartache. And as someone who is not walking the way of Jesus, hears not only of the story of Christ, but the story of your life with all its ups and downs. They're encountering the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, I have to admit, for a long time, I haven't really linked my story to the gospel story other than to say, I'm very happy and grateful in the salvation that Jesus has brought my life. But now I see it. The gospel is not simply a message. It's a person. And it's the story of that person. And then it extends to the story of all the persons who in all their ups and downs surrendered their life to Christ and met Christ And we're forever changed by Christ. And so, I want you to know that in many ways you are part of the good news because of what Christ has done in you. And that your story brings the story of Jesus into stark relief so that others can see and others can understand. I hope you'll think about this and maybe review your story ever so little and recognize that when you came to Christ, you came to a living person and that the story of that living person is now being played out in the story of your life isn't that a thrilling thought you matter my friend your story matters though the road is narrow and the journey is long I know that you will guide me home you're on out will leave me on But ride your.